When I talk about concepts like ego from resource, from higher talk, and when I also talk about close form and comparing comparing forms of much deeper understanding and meaning and experience and connection like deeper deeper levels of all of that richness you know juiciness substance um when i compare subjects that have all of those deeper qualities compared to subjects that i refer to as being more superficial and um simple um, straightforward i think i'm touching upon things that are going to be triggering people's egos and so i'm i'm talking about it kind of nonchalantly like it's it's uh, cuz i'm already over it you know the thing is the ego i think people need to get on the same kind of track as quickly as possible because when i mention stuff about the ego it's an observation of a mechanism that's within yourself it's a it's a tendency to um react to slights to your ego and we perceive attacks towards our ego and our ego i summarize it in a past article i might um i might read uh that and record the audio for it it's called bubble wrap ego and i published it on medium a while ago and it's notions that's clearly been inspired by um Eckhart Tolle's writings and his book A New Earth which I will forever um endorse as one of my top favorite books of all time it's so meaningful this whole concept of ego i think i glaze over it and um i might no no i mean i'm i might keep talking about it fully but i glaze over it in terms of i understand it and i'm moving on right whereas i think the majority of people they this is this would be the first touch point of such a concept of ego as being a part of them but not them and the practice of talking about ego which is a part of you right but talking about it and so it instills a practice of watching it i.e. watching yourself your own reactions your own feelings towards stuff your own forms of identification we are watching that um conversationally from a third party perspective right objectively rather than subjectively and so when we start to have conversations that are objective ob- ob- 
observations about our own selves and patterns within society which is comprised of just individuals then we can see what separates our truer selves from some mechanism that we have been instilled with and have nurtured like ego the identity of self right it's not necessarily false it's not a matter of true or false it's more like what's a mechanism that's a bit self-centered and um biased right it has a function and that function is to see itself as an individual that's separate from everything else and so then it starts to take pride in being different and that pride can become immense and inflated an inflated self-esteem and that can be understood as using the word ego most people's definitions are if you have a big ego you have a really high inflated self-esteem that's not what i'm referring to when i keep saying ego i keep meaning to it uh, referring to it as the overall concept of identity of self that which you can scrutinize you can look at and converse about objectively and so when you start to understand it in that way and then you see it in other people being triggered and you see it within yourself being triggered then it confirms this observational theory right this mechanism you can see it at play and if you're practiced then you can notice when the triggers are happening you can feel the physiological effects the emotional takeover and then the mental like analysis as soon as someone disses you you know sticks and stones right but words will never hurt me well that that saying really comes into into its own fruition here because if i use words to quote unquote slander you i'm it's a perceived attack on your ego and your ego you're so enthralled with it you're so intertwined you're so one with your ego that you perceive it almost as if it was a physical threat like i actually meant harm you know so intent can be very important as well and that's where we can start to define the difference between having a conversation with no like no real meaningful and malevolent intent but instead we can have conversations that are more open neutral matter of fact observations about each other and ourselves and all together as a society 
as human beings on a kind of average. Right, so that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about when I mention ego. And so it reminded me of bubble wrap ego. And so I shall narrate that. And also, I think it's about these forms I mentioned at the beginning. Higher talk, resource, uh, close form. The route that I'm about to take, well, the routes that I'm about to take are going to trigger a lot of people's egos. They're going to step on a lot of people's toes, I think. And I know that's going to happen, but I'm still going to be approaching it in the same way I am now, with this kind of more unbiased perspective, right? And so I'm probably going to be a bit, dismissive when egos are triggered and they start coming after me and retaliating and trying to discredit me and all that kind of stuff because you know egos they get threatened and they do what they need to do you know such as life i'm you know it is what it is you can't you know you can't change everyone you can only hope to plant a seed and then people have to do the work themselves to realize what's true and what they want and what they prefer. Um, so, yeah, in particular dance, because I'm going to be carrying on with a future with um, dance commercially as probably a dance tutor to begin with. I think that makes most sense. When I do that, I'm inevitably going to start blurting out beliefs and thoughts along these lines. And what I mean is along these lines with a with an under an, an underlying recognition of concepts like ego and superficiality for lack of a better word i see that the majority of people who have gotten into forms like bachata unfortunately i see them as being attracted to it because of its superficial nature I mean, it's it's undeniable if you were to just see it objectively and say Bachata is full of this image of young, beautiful people uh, with particularly pretty women wearing skimpy outfits, showing their butts in like really tight leggings and tight tops, you know, everything's 
trying to make them look sexualized. And it is both empowering and modern and all of that. It, that's all fine. It just is what it is. And I think it draws a lot of attention. And in today's culture where attention is an absolute huge, huge form of currency, especially within um, people who maybe have some insecurities, they are going to get drawn into something like what Bajata Sensual has become and um, what other forms of Latin partner dance have also become. They've become a spectacle. And a spectacle is, it's, it's a feast for your eyes. But if you pursue it with that in mind throughout, from beginning and then throughout your whole journey within partner dance, within bachata, and you don't keep your senses open to deeper forms of experience and you don't give them enough credit, you just put all the value in the original currency, which is attention and spectacle, then it's going to mean that dancers will gravitate towards whatever will best give them um, the better chance of being seen as pretty and graceful and talented and wonderful, you know? Seen. It's just superficial. The real substance that I'm referring to can be explored and discovered and built upon potentially infinitely, scalably, um, through deeper, more meaningful forms of connection and discovery and experience and all of this stuff that I'm going to be impressing upon because I felt it and I know the value of it. And if more of us were to focus on stuff that has more substance over things that are limited and superficial, then I think we can make our environments a lot richer and meaningful and connective. And we can have deeper understandings of ourselves and others through these creative forms of vulnerability, sacrifice, humility, exploration, all that good stuff that we should be doing throughout our daily lives, no matter what it is. It's a process of, well, all in all, it's, it's a process of breaking down these barriers that we've built up. And unfortunately, ego is a massive barrier. It's one of them. It's one of the massive barriers because it's such a deeply entrenched mechanism 
that in order for us to um, circumnavigate its triggers and its defense mechanisms, unfortunately, we're just going to have to try and identify that concept itself, um, as well as trying to influence deeper forms of meaning within other activities like dancing, like close form. Yeah, I just, I, I feel like I needed to get that off my chest, um, off my mind. It's uh, 4 a.m., so I was kept awake by, I think, this kind of thought. Uh, nevertheless, really, I just wanted to close by saying that I am aware in light of all of this kind of understanding that I'm going to be spearheading a counterculture to to counter the culture of ego being a predominant form of attachment and that's huge because Eckhart Tolle can do that with his follower base who are seeking spirituality and who are seeking self-development and who are seeking um, you know, more enlightened knowledge, right? They are seeking to improve themselves. They are ready for it. That's why it works on them. That's why they understand those concepts. But in today's loud society, where everything is attention-based and you've got to compete over looks, we're so engrossed in it and we're so engrossed in the endorphin hits that we get from someone giving us a compliment. And so we're just hooked on attention and validation And we're feeding into our insecurities because it's all superficial bullshit. So I do realize that the sooner we societally kind of get over this, and it will take a long time, but I've got to start planting seeds because I want to get on with it. I want to get on with exploring really meaningful, deeper truths and experiences on our truer selves i want to express my truer self and ego is just going to be one of those challenges in people i'm gonna have to face all the time by putting myself out there and i think that's maybe one of my huge reluctancies in putting myself out there which is understandable you're gonna get a lot of shit back from a lot of triggered egos you're going to step on a lot of people's poor little ugh. Um, moving on counterculture counterculture I'm countering this ego culture of superficial wishy-washy stuff it, it's nice it is it does give you incentive to push yourself and become a better version of yourself. It is empowering in that way, 
But if that's the end or be all reason why you're progressing, it's limited. So it's to try and persuade people towards a um, healthier way of seeking things and dissuade people from giving so much credit and value to something that is ultimately just feeding insecurities, really, if you were to look at the big picture of it. And it's a hard pill to swallow, but everyone needs to just acknowledge it, you know, process it, let that seed grow, and then move on. <laughs>